Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Holy Jesus. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Tuesday, Big J. 2-22-22. What does it mean? Doesn't mean anything unless oh. you're a numerologist or you've got some sort of weird belief in things that are... Uh, I guess meant to be. I'm not sure if it's a good sign or a bad sign. I don't know, but it's uh, it's a day. That's for sure. Morning after our free X show with Dead Sarah, let's start the show by saying, hey, thanks everybody for showing up last night, having a good time with us all at the Knitting Factory. Special thank you to Silent Theory. Thank you very much to Ghost Box, and thank you as well to Crush the Monster for opening up the show. Dead Sarah killed it as always, and it was a fantastic turnout. We always appreciate that. It was it was a successful first free X show in over two years. Agree or disagree? BK. Oh, big time, yeah. And uh, I stayed for the whole thing, so uh, we're gonna be running on fumes today, everybody. Just want to set that bar real low for this Tuesday to make sure that that we don't underperform you understand this is why we're called the morning after <laughs> that's right we're living up to I, our name uh, damn it i left after mona lisa okay yeah well hell there was still a lot of show left. yeah i'm sure there was but you were uh you were in a rough go of it how are you doing today oh good the back's all right healing powers in my bed wonderful uh also drugs everybody no drugs come on a little bit of ibuprofen in you nope nothing at all no look at you mr on natural did you have your granola for breakfast this morning? No. Crying out loud. On top of that, today we are going to be busy. We got ourselves a chance for you to go to yet another show that is on the docket for tonight. Wolfgang Van Halen, Dirty Honey, going to be at the Revolution Center. We would like to hook you up with tickets to that. We'll give you a couple of chances over the course of the show today. Streaming Dumbass makes its return on a Tuesday. We're going to need your help here in just a few minutes to select a movie for Big J to watch and review for you in a 24-hour period, and, of course, other fun and excitement, Big J. Ooh. What else can I do? How was your President's Day weekend? Uh, it was good, man. We uh, I just um, we watched a few movies. I went and saw Uncharted. And Uncharted or Uncharted? Uncharted. What did you think the first one? Uncharted? Uncharted? No, like, Uncharted. Like, like you can't find a boat to get you from point yeah. A to point B? No, it's Uncharted. Like, uh, on, not on a map. So. Yeah, I went and saw that and, um, you know, saw some Kingsman action. Um, Sounds like some, a pretty some, mediocre movie. We can't. Playing some Xbox. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was. Uh, only because Big J told me yesterday that Uncharted was not very good. Uh, and I wish I could say I was surprised, but hey, listen, it didn't matter. It still made a crap ton of money at the box office, so uh, get ready for Tom Uncharted. Tom Holland, too. though, I mean, made that movie worth watching. Well, so th- that's what they're banking on, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's, what they, that's exactly what they want you to say. So will you be back for Uncharted 2, or are you abandoning the franchise? Is Tom Holland in it? Well, of course. Yeah, then I'll watch it. He signed on for like five of those movies. You don't, you don't make a movie these days unless you're contracted to make seven of them. <laughs> Uh, because just in case it becomes a franchise, they want to protect themselves. Let's get some music in your ear holes. Let's start with some Soundgarden this morning. It's Black Hole Sun here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. J. Filling up in the gas tank is not fun as of late. And, you know, it's not great to have to press those buttons and you look at the total when you're done. You go, matey, what happened there? But... We're doing better than a lot of places, Big J. The AAA people just let out their gas price list, and turns out Idaho now ranks 20th in the United States when it comes to gas Whoa. prices, according to AAA. Now, usually we're up, 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 
because we don't have a pipeline that is really here. Everything's still got to be kind of shipped in and trucked in and all that kind of stuff. If we want gas, it's got to come from someplace else. And so usually that makes us one of the higher places in the country. So nobody's really sure why we're hitting the 20th right now. But it's kind of nice, isn't it, Big J? When you know it could be worse. Well, it just means everybody else finally caught up. <laughs> Maybe. So sorry for that. Maybe. Uh, Idaho's average price for a gallon of gas is three fifty-two a gallon, which has stayed pretty much consistent with rates a week ago and two cents cheaper than last month, believe it or not. But the national average has spiked to about three fifty-nine per gallon, which is an increase of four cents a week ago and about twenty cents from the previous month. So we're outpacing the country, Big J, when it comes to saving us gas money, and that has to feel good. Congratulations for picking this place to live. Do you feel like you had at least part of the responsibility involved here? Sure. Good. That feels good. Why not? Negotiations between Major League Baseball and the lockdown players resume Monday with only about a week left for a labor agreement to be reached that would allow the regular season to begin on time. Spring training was supposed to begin last Wednesday. Of course, that didn't happen. Last time the two two teams met, they only uh, talked for 15 minutes, so that's not great. We'll see what happens when they get together once again. But I'm not going to hold my breath for the baseball season to start on time. I don't think it will. I don't care. I know, and that's the problem. A lot of people aren't going to. And that is an issue for baseball that they should probably be sitting down and figuring out. Or they should have been trying to do that the last, you know, 10 years. Yeah, well, uh, if there's anything that, uh, that we have learned, Big J, is people are resistant to change. And don't like what you would have to do is fundamentally change the game of baseball in order to make it entertaining for bring back steroids, bring back steroids, youth and even Big J. Uh, Let me ask you this, Big J. If they for some ungodly reason said you can juice up like crazy, just stuff yourself with whatever you want to. So we have essentially bodybuilders out there. Would that bring you back to the game? Probably. I don't think it would. I think you're done no matter what. See some yoke dudes going up there. Jacking some balls. And that's the problem, is it's a lost cause. You can say that, but I don't think you'd watch a baseball game. I really don't. I would just to spite you right now. <laughs> well, then maybe that's that's what we need. We need a bunch of people to just Bring say... Bring back steroids! Bring back steroids! It's not going to happen, but it's cute. Hey, uh, usually we have terrible news during important stuff. At least some good news for a uh, former guest of the morning after. Congratulations to James Gunn, Big J. Yeah. Announced over the weekend that he is engaged to Jennifer Holland, who, of course, is the star of his series, Peacemaker, and was in The Suicide Squad. The pair have been dating since 2015, and uh, he posted a nice picture of them having, looks like, coffee together. And she has a rock on her finger the size of a small child. So congratulations, to her, as well as uh, James Gunn, who is a very nice man. We've had four times has he been on this show? At least yeah. three. At yeah. least three times. But uh, some we were, I was talking about James Gunn history, and I was like, well, I know he definitely was on for um, for Super, and then I know he was on when uh, he was plugging Chimp Man Z. You remember that little short web series that he put together with his brother? Yeah. He was on for that, and then we caught up with him at Morrison Con right when he was announced as the director and writer of Guardians of the Galaxy. And I thought maybe there was one more time, but I could be wrong. Those are the only three that I remember. And I realize now that I'm asking you who doesn't remember what happened two hours ago. <laughs> I remember what happened two hours ago. I was morning, sleeping. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff coming up in a few minutes. We need your help. We're going to do some streaming dumbass. That is next. But first, we have to take a look at your traffic. 
Here's traffic. It's inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center, and it's brought to you by Volkswagen of Boise. What's up out there, CD? It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Napa and Boise. It's streaming dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. We've reached the listener interaction portion number one of the program on this Tuesday morning. We need your help, ex-listeners. Uh, Big J is going to watch and review a movie for you in the next 24 hours, but it is up to you which movie Big J watches. I am going to list off the plot descriptions of three different movies that are available on streaming services across this wonderful internet of ours. And you guys need to think about which one of those three plot descriptions you want Big J to watch. Text in to the TDS Fiber text line at 208-287-1003, movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. Once you decided which one he should watch, and the movie that gets the most votes is the one that Big J will watch for you. In event of a tie, it has been decreed that I break all ties, because I'm the only one that knows the movies, and I will... Hands down, give Big J the worst one of the bunch. All right. Great. Movie number one. A one-time star takes a job from an ex-boss to bring the man's young son home and away from his mother. Crossing rural Mexico on their way back to Texas, the unlikely pair faces an unexpectedly challenging journey. Movie number two. Hmm. Two pals look back on the last 30 years of their friendship and slowly realize their life has been perhaps kind of a disappointment. As they realize it's now or never, if they want to actually make a difference, they receive help from people they expect least. And movie number three. A young mailroom worker develops an unlikely friendship with a washed-up rock star after traveling to his home to force him out of his contract. Did you pick up the theme through all three movies, Big J? Uh, buddies. That's right. Friendship, as it is rare. Friendship is rare. So, uh, there you go. Movie number one. Friendship Road Trip. Movie number two, Friendship Wanting to Make a Difference. Movie number three, Friendship After Getting Fired. What's it going to be? 208-287-1003. That's the text line. Text on in which movie you'd like to have Big J watch and review for you. We'll reveal the movies and let you know which movie he is going to watch next on the X-Rocks. Green Day, when I come around here on the morning after with Nick and Big J, it is time for the conclusion of a little thing called Streaming Dumbass. The texts have been tabulated. We need to figure out what movie Big J is going to watch and review for you. Uh, Big J, what movie finished in third place, please? Well, we've got a tie between third place and second place. Uh, What? Well, third place and second place both have the same amount of votes. Oh, okay. Well, See then just saying. give me the the, uh, uh, the one that uh, I guess you want to. Uh, okay. Well, uh, the, the movie with the most votes. No, the... don't give me the most oh, okay. votes. You got to do the ones uh, uh, that didn't get picked first. All right, movie number, uh, movie number two and movie number one are tied. They they did not get enough yes. votes. Okay. So movie number one was called Cry Macho. That stars Clint Eastwood and Dwight Yoakam. Big oh day. man, uh, available what a on HBO. Movie number two was Bill and Ted Face the Music. That stars Keanu Reeves and Alex Winter. Oh, that would have been good. Available on Hulu. So that means the winner was movie number three. Yeah. Is that correct? That is called The Space Between. That stars Kelsey Grammer and William Fitcher. Uh, that is available for you to watch on Hulu, and that is the name of the movie that you will be watching. It's my second Kelsey Grammer movie. Yeah, and it, almost as many months, well, right? third if we want to get technical. I watched the damn Father Christmas movie. Oh, that was the only one I was thinking of. What was the other one? 
Uh, there, there was another Kelsey Grammer movie here just recently. Um, but now I don't. Uh... Again, we're we're tapping into big. Oh, Jay's was memory. the 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 God movie, the God Committee. Oh yeah, that's right, that's right. There yeah. you go. So uh, apparently, streaming dumbass loves Kelsey Grammer. Yeah. You liked both those other movies, so we'll see what happens. Maybe uh, Kelsey Grammer can get the hat trick. Space Between is the name of the movie. If you want to play the home game, it's available if you have a Hulu subscription. Big J will give you a full review of it here in about 24 hours and let you know if it's worth your time, at least according to him. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, I'm going to ask you a question. I need you to be honest with me, okay? All right. It just wrapped up. How much of the Winter Olympics did you watch? Zero. Anything at all? No. Now, you were uh, giving me crap before the Olympics started for yeah, not watching anything. <laughs> and you didn't watch any of it? No. Now, could it be because uh, the United States uh, had an underwhelming performance at the Olympics and you didn't feel caught up in the Olympic fever because we weren't doing that great? Uh, you know, here's... A, here's yeah, and I don't know about that, but I'll tell you this right now, is the more I think about it, it's with the numbers and how the ratings are down, it's just, and all the scandals that the Olympics have had over the last few, uh, you know, Olympiads, it's just, it's again, like, just like baseball, I don't care about it, and I feel bad for the athletes, uh, obviously they put their life's work doing this, and, you know, I don't think they're getting a fair representation in a lot of cases, uh, especially at the beginning of this Olympics, with some some ski, some you know ice skaters and skiers who just you know they get kicked out for no reason, and it's just it's baloney. So uh, you've got skaters that have uh, tested positive for performance enhancing drugs that got to continue to you know to play, and then uh, players uh, who you know smoke a little dope, you know get disqualified. So I don't know. I, they don't deserve. My watching it. You you make a good point. I, I also think that that none of that stuff matters in the in the long run when it comes to like Jay, John and Jane Q public tuning in. I just feel like well, listen, the Olympics did a very smart thing, which is selling the broadcast rights way in advance for a ridiculous amount of money because NBC is straight up losing their ass on it. Uh, it was the lowest rating Olympics ever. They still averaged 11.4 million viewers in primetime, which is actually pretty good. But it's still down 42% from four years ago when that was terrible. And so it's just one of those deals where I feel like, because the Olympics is actually doing well in other countries, I feel like, number one, it's just it's a sign of the times, man. We, we don't have the patience for it. We don't have the interest in it. It's a lot of sports. And I don't care if it's winter or summer Olympics, by the way. It, it just doesn't matter because... There's too many other things vying for our attention. We we suffer from ADD as a society, and I just think that it's not something that's in our interest. And I think it used to be because I think that it was important to us that we proved to other people that we were the best in the world at something. Now I think that no matter what the Olympics say, we still think we're the best in the world at stuff no matter what. Like, yeah. there's nothing you could say that that would convince Listen. us that we're not the best athletic country yeah. in the world, I think. Or in any regard. Right, that's does, my point. Does it matter about our education status? Our or... ego is so bloated that we don't care what the Olympics say. We're the best anyway, I guess is my point. It's it's the case of Ricky Bobby. Right! We're America. That's right. We're America, so we're number one. You're vying for second place. I don't care what the medals say. 
And so I think there's that superiority that goes along with it as well. And it, none of it really is that important to us because we already think we're the best. It's very weird and interesting. But the point is nobody's watching the Olympics, at least compared to where it used to be. And so that's a pretty big deal because NBC is locked in for a while and it's not going well. And it hasn't since they started taking things over. But yes, you're right. I mean, you're not wrong about the Olympics being a joke and the people in charge being corrupt as bleep and it being a huge thing. I'm just wondering, I guess out loud, how long the Olympics will be around. Because it is a documented reality that any city, as much as they fight or they don't fight to host it, it's an economic disaster for them to put these on. It's a pain in the ass to get everybody where they need to be. Nobody seems to care. So the point becomes, why are we doing it at all? Yeah, yeah. Well, how long has it been going on? <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, you know, and it's still, I'm sure there were challenges way, 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 way back. Yeah, but there know? wasn't that much money involved. And, it it, 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 you know, when you're talking about cities taking billions of dollars in losses for hosting this it becomes what what is the benefit of the olympics and i can't give you one right now other than ranking athletes yeah. and you know you're right these athletes do so much and fight so hard and spend their whole lives to try to compete to get to this point i'm not discounting the work Sacrifice. that they put in and the 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 amount of athletic ability it takes it's incredible for these men and women to do what they do on a regular basis i'm just saying it has become an economic disaster to be involved in this in any way, shape, or form. But there's one thing that, that we have learned is that economic disasters usually get the plugs pulled up. And by the way, it's not uh, like our hero isn't some athlete who, who's worked their entire life to be number one and get a gold. Our hero in this Olympics is a dude with a mullet and a mustache curling. Right, right. That's, so, that's the other I part. mean, that, not, no offense against him. I'm sure he's a rad dude, but come on. So well, we'll see what happens. I mean, now we're back on the normal schedule. So it'll be, you know, we had two Olympics pretty much right in a row. Both of them were terrible and didn't do well for NBC. Now they got to wait two years. And I bet you the numbers will go down again. I mean, I, I can almost guarantee they will. So they got to figure out what the hell they're going to do. They should do. put us in charge. <laughs> I don't think we could fix the Olympics, buddy. That yeah, right. may be a hill too tall to climb. I immediately turned down that offer. Thank you. Medina Spirit was stripped of last year's Kentucky Derby victory yesterday in a ruling by the Kentucky Horse Racing Commission. Runner-up Mandaloon was declared the winner. Medina Spirit, of course, has since died, tested positive after the race for a steroid that's banned on race day. That led to Bob Baffert being banned from the sport. It was a huge, big brouhaha. And uh, despite all of Bob's whining and bitching and complaining about it not being real or whatever, uh, turns out that after the review sure he was probably cheating and so that's how it happened only the second time in the 147 year history of the derby for a disqualified winner to get kicked out of racing of course it's a different animal altogether now that that horse is dead but it's a it's a tough black eye on the sport of another sport that's struggling big j nobody cares about horse racing either unless you're at the track throwing money down on stuff the kentucky derby ratings are in the toilet as well Big J, Tool Pan fans are pissed. Period. Dot the end. On Sunday night, the band posted Instagram news about their ultra deluxe vinyl version of their latest album, Fear Inoculum, which came out in 2019. It'll only be sold at live shows, but those live shows, it's going to cost you very, very big money to begin with. It's strictly available to fans who bought the Tool Army VIP tickets, yeah, current concert dates. And then on top of that, the autograph set, which includes five discs, 
is going to cost you $810. And so Tool fans are going, hey, man, I mean, listen, we support the band and whatever they do, but this is a lot of money. And, uh, of course, now Tool fans are starting to rebel against them, saying it shows that they have no rights or, you know, they don't care about the fans or no respect for them whatsoever, and calling them pretentious, Big J, all sorts of stuff. The rebel has begun. How say you? Uh, don't do it. Do what? All of it. You weren't paying attention, were you? I totally was. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Read the X rocks. We are headed to Maine for today's We're Going to Hell story. Oh. It's a story of a young man that, unfortunately, all I've got is his initials, JC. And the reason why I only have his initials. Jesus Christ? No, no, no. I do not believe this story is about Jesus Christ. Now, I could be wrong. I know you and the original JC go way back. Yeah. But uh, maybe I'll tell the story and then you could tell me if you feel like this is something that that Christ would be involved with. (laughs) But the reason why I only have his initials is because this is uh, put together in the New England Journal of Medicine. And it revolves around something that we've all done, we all do from time to time, and no matter how much money you make or how little you make, it is something that you will encounter from time to time. I'm talking, of course, about leftovers, Big J. Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, As a single man who lives alone, half my food is leftovers. It's the way it works. Yeah, even frozen pizza. That's right. I I don't feel bad about it. I do eat frozen pizza leftovers, absolutely, just like you eat regular pizza leftovers, right? Sure. Right. Uh, and do you have a lot of leftovers in the Big J house? Because you, sometimes you're feeding an army and sometimes you're not. So Yeah, I mean, there there's ch- j- tends to be usually leftovers. And so uh, as we've talked about this before, you got to take them seriously, man, because there's nothing worse than getting a foodborne illness. Now, what we're about to encounter at the story of JC, Big J, is very extreme food board illness but no i've been there a good reminder that probably you need to take over or take control of your leftovers and make sure this doesn't happen to you because what happened was basically jc had to check himself into the emergency room last month because he was not feeling great he was vomiting profusely like every like 10 minutes he was just puking up god knows what and it was a weird color his vomit was. It didn't look like any particular kind of food that he ate, so he was just like, why can't I keep anything down? It feels like there's maybe an alien inside of him. Right. He's I like, it, just, it was angry, and it was just coming out of the, his mouth, and it was not happy. Probably coming out of both ends. And so uh, he went into the doctor, and then he was having abnormal breathing. His blood pressure had dropped to the floor, uh, and then the doctor started seeing some changes in his skin color. They noticed some red rashy spots emerging all over his body, and then those slowly kind of looked to be bruises. Soon they realized that he had a very serious infection, and he had to have both of his legs and ten fingers. All ten of his fingers had to be amputated. Oh my god, what a terrible day. Right, so he went to the doctor and all this stuff had to happen. Then, Big J, they figured out why. And the why is one of those deals that just blows your mind. The why is because he had day-old leftovers from Chinese takeout. Lo mein, some vegetables, and all sorts of stuff that he ate a day later, and it got him super sick. Because as the doctors went to his apartment to try to figure out what could cause it, because they realized, okay, this is what it is. He's got a thing called, uh, it's basically meningocardial disease. 
It's caused by bacteria. The symptoms are sudden fever and vomiting, and then it kicks into overdrive, and it is bad news bears. It can lead to death in as little as a few hours. How does this happen? Bacteria grows on food. How did this bacteria grow on this food? Big J, he didn't refrigerate his leftovers, dude. Oh, okay. He left it out well, in room temperature, and if you don't, if you don't put, according to basically every expert, you have to refrigerate your stuff at least two hours after it's been on the stove. If you, if it has been sitting out on the counter for two hours and it won't keep, bad things can happen, and that's what happened. He left this out on his counter for 24 hours. This bacterium bleep started growing on it. He ingested it anyway. And it's boom. He has next thing you know, he's puking it up, uh, you know, low main like a sick dog, and has to go into the hospital. He's got to lose both of his legs and all ten of his fingers. Update: This is not Jesus Christ. Okay. The Jesus. Thank Christ. you very much. JC still has both of his legs. Yeah, and he all would ten not do that. Fingers. Something that asinine. <laughs> You're telling me that Christ knows to refrigerate his leftovers. <clears throat> well, yeah. All right. It's omnipresent. Dude. I, I didn't pick that up in the Bible, but I'm almost a positive. You're sure you've ever picked up a Bible? Certainly. Oh, that's not true. That's not true. I have. And that's how I know fool me. I shouldn't pick it up again. Uh, on top of all that, we have ourselves, uh, you know, the good news is he's getting better. But the bad news is he says that, uh, listen, he's gonna he's learned his lesson. He's going to put his leftovers in the fridge. How he's going to do that, I don't know. Does he have any fingers? Right. He's going to need some help to put his leftovers in the fridge. But it's a terrible lesson to have to learn, but a good one. And you should learn it as well. Refrigerate your leftovers, guys. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. Lincoln Park, that is crawling here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, we had a free X show with Dead Sarah at the Knitting Factory Concert House. Once again, thank you to everybody that joined us out there at the Knitting Factory last night. It was so good to see uh, your faces and be in the uh, midst of a rock show again and celebrate the uh, the radio station and the great people that listen and the Knitting Factory staff and everything. But well, we live by the concerts, Big J. We like when concerts yeah, come to We got a concert tonight. That's right. There's another one happening. We're going to give away tickets to that later on today. But uh, as promised, we have not one, not two, but three concert announcements that we have to give you this morning. So for those of you that are waiting, let's do it. It is concert announcement time. It's another 100.3 The X Concert Announcement. What's the first one, Big J? Yeah, no particular order of uh, importance here. Uh, We'll start off with this show happening August 16th at the Ford Idaho Center. Uh, And that is going to be, I'm sorry, at the Rev Center. Uh, some 41 and simple plan that is august 16th at the rev and that show goes on sale friday that's right so uh, some 41 is coming back to town that is very cool always nice to see simple plan as well so that show is going to be presented by 100.3 the x rock so if you want to go check them out you should be listening to the radio station uh last time i believe some 41 came through it was that disrupt fest remember yeah that? It, was, oh, it was so much fun it was I know. great it was a great time so make sure you're ready to go for that time for concert announcement number two it's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. Listen, it wouldn't be a summer without these bands coming to town. I'm talking about Slightly Stupid and Pepper, July 8th at the Ford Idaho Center Amphitheater. Uh, tickets for that show go on sale this Friday as well. And I mean, really, honestly, it's they're just a match made. 
It's not summer unless Slightly Stupid and Pepper yeah. are playing outdoors here yeah, in something Idaho. terrible has gone wrong if they aren't here. <laughs> yeah, like a pandemic. Yeah. That's the only time I can remember right. uh, those bands not coming to town. So that show goes on sale Friday, and I believe we have one more. Do we have one more? Yeah. yeah. It's another 100.3, the X concert announcement. This show also happening August 16th, but out at the Botanical, uh, the Idaho Botanical Gardens, Nick, we're talking Black Crows coming back to pet town. It's been a bit. This one is is a good one because it's uh, it's called the Shake Your Money Maker Tour, no! and uh, you know that as the the album that made Black Crows famous, and they're going to perform it in there in its entirety as well as a bunch of their greatest hits. So it will be a really cool night out there at Outlaw Field. So yes, yeah, some choices you'll have to make with a couple of these concerts, but rest assured, uh, these are your summer shows that are coming to town. That's going to make it a lot of fun. Couple of outdoor shows mixed in there as well as some 41 and simple plan so all of these shows go on sale friday is that correct Victor? absolutely friday so uh you know pick your favorites and uh, go have some fun out there there's the concert announcements we have for you and believe you me plenty more to come uh in fact we just confirmed one that we are going to announce next week that should make a lot of people very happy as well so uh with concert announcements especially for the summer months are going to be coming fast and furious so keep those ears to the ground <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. I don't have to tell you, Big J, how important the Idaho Wine Commission is, do I? No, you don't, man. Out there doing God's work. And I tell you what, man, they're also out there asking questions to the good people of Idaho. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, according to the good people of Idaho, nothing in the world is better than having weekend plans to look forward to. 67% 67% of us said that is something that they look forward to, even beginning on Monday, man. Just looking forward to the weekend so you can do whatever you have planned. Now, I guess that's necessarily not true. There are two things better than having weekend plans to look forward to, according to the residents of Idaho that are over the age of 21. 71% of us say, you know what? I like not having any plans in the weekend. That's great. Just having the weekend to relax. That's me. And then 75% of us say, you know what's even better than that? Having plans for the weekend that gets you through the week and then canceling those weekend plans so that you can just stay home. We love canceling plans. I'm the king of that. Planning something and then deciding you're not going to do it? I, I don't think I would argue with you. Uh, the poll that was put together basically says that uh, they don't even think it's the pandemic that makes us want to stay home. We just enjoy staying home now as opposed to going out. Now, on top of that, we also would rather hang out with our friends in our own homes than hang out with them out in public. That's uh, also uh, overwhelmingly supported. They like having a night in with friends as opposed to going out and meeting somewhere. Uh, one, for cost, and two, just for the fact that, you know... It's nice to actually have a conversation with somebody, not to scream at them, I suppose, is the other thing. And a lot of people consider those nights in with friends much-needed therapy sessions. What do you think about that, Big J? Yeah, definitely. When was the last time you had a night in with a friend? Well, I mean, it's every night. Wife doesn't count. Oh. That's a living arrangement. Like the whole night? That's not a living arrangement. You and your wife definitely live together, unless yeah. there's something different there. But she's I'm also not talking about a night in with your friend. That's, that's, that's living with your wife. 
What, what does a night in mean? The night in means you have, you have a friend. No, it doesn't mean it's a sleepover party, <laughs> okay. Big J. It means that you had a friend over for a get-together, a party, or something. Yeah, it's been a while. Because your your uh, your Super Bowl party went, uh, it didn't really come together, right? It was right? just a family. It was right. yeah, it ended up just being me and the wife, right? My only friend. <laughs> so it's been a while. Uh, so yeah, you haven't had a much needed therapy session in a while. Well, the last time I invited a friend over, I got COVID. So. You knew the risk. I've kind of not really wanted to invite anybody <laughs> over. Oh, it's that, that's that's a real and honest feeling, and that's okay. Hey, uh, college basketball got ugly over the weekend in a game between the Michigan Wolverines and the Wisconsin Badgers. Uh, on uh, it was a pretty interesting situation on Sunday. The Badgers handily defeating the Wolverines seventy-seven to sixty-three. Uh, after the game, the two coaches, Greg Gard for Wisconsin and Juwan Howard, uh, got together with a couple of them making some statements about stuff. Next thing you know, there was a physical confrontation with Juwan Howard, who was a mountain of a man, Big J, just uh, swinging and slapping an assistant coach for Wisconsin on the side of the head. Next thing you know, players were throwing haymakers. It was a physical confrontation. It was not pretty, not good. Uh, depending on who you talk to, the situation was, it seemed that Juwan Howard was very upset with the Badgers, who were winning handily calling a timeout with uh with like 30 seconds left in the game and that made him very happy and the badgers coach greg guard was like yeah we were up huge the only reason why we had to call that timeout was because the michigan wolverines for some reason for the last five minutes were playing full court press defense and it's like game's in the bag man if you're gonna be jerks about your defense i'm gonna be jerks about making sure i get the ball in on time and that's just the way. So it was a big, you know, pissing match between these two coaches that turned physical. And it got ugly and so ugly that the Big Ten Conference uh, suspended Juwan Howard for the rest of the regular season. That's five games left. He is out as their coach. He'll be back from March Madness. Greg Gard was fined $10,000. A couple of players got suspended as well for three games because they're the ones that were throwing punches. Uh, two for Michigan, one for Wisconsin. And so it was not cool and not the way you want to wrap up a game especially between conference rivals, and it was the talk of the town yesterday and Sunday. So uh, that's going to do it for Juwan Howard. But, again, he'll be back for March Madness. Let's see if we can't stop you know, swinging at each other on the court. It would be nice. Big J, celebrities can't do anything without be- it being put under the microscope, and Ryan Reynolds is learning that the hard way. Uh, of course, uh, Doctor Strange, the sequel trailer came out, and everybody was stopping everything to the fact that, oh, God, uh, Patrick Stewart, Professor X is back in the MCU and all sorts of stuff. And according to People Magazine, Reynolds is dealing with something uh, because he apparently posted a picture on uh, social media about three weeks ago of him in the Deadpool suit, kind of in the dressing room, dressing up. Yeah. And then immediately had to delete it like five seconds later because somebody had noticed that, I don't know even know how this happens, but there's like six people in the photo, right? Behind Ryan Reynolds as he's trying on his his uh, Deadpool costume and he's got like a selfie on, taking in a mirror. And one of the people in the background is the wardrobe designer for Doctor Strange. So the internet starts on fire that Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool is going to be in Doctor Strange 2. This is how they're incorporating Deadpool, the metaverse, all that kind of stuff. It's happening. Just get over it. And so Ryan now is doing the whole uh, I can't say anything situation, yeah. just like Patrick Stewart's doing it too. But did, Well, you didn't, didn't say what Patrick Stewart's quote was about this yet, right? 
What's that? About the quote that he, he said, that people have always been imitating his voice. Right, right. He's so trying his best to, he, to put it that, on. That, if, that, that answer right there is 100% he will be in it. Listen, he, he didn't lie. He told a small truth like to get around lying about it. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why we we have to know everything about everything before we have to know everything, but, I mean, we're obsessed with all this Here's stuff. what I think needs to happen. Like, it needs to be a risk that, that one of these, in particular, the Marvel Universe needs to, to do, is to have a movie and not have any trailers. I, it's a smart thing, and I wonder if we'll because, get that. But because, it, 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 like, they will go through every frame. Every, they will zoom in the technology that we have to be able to... You can't hide anything in these no. things anymore. And I wonder, like, I mean, I say it doesn't ruin the experience for me, but, like, I mean, I knew going into Spider-Man that the other Spider-Mans were going to be in that. I mean, that's just because through osmosis, I picked that stuff up, and I wonder how I would have felt if I honestly, because I may, I imagine there's some people that really had no idea that was going to happen. I am not one of them because I, you know, do this for a living, and so it's my job to stay on top of this stuff. But I wonder... If it would have blown me away, if I would have, but I, I knew it was coming. I was just waiting for it to happen when I was sitting down, and I saw it on opening weekend. So I mean, I didn't have anything else spoiled for me. I just knew from the internet that this was going to happen. I'll tell you an example of how I was completely blown away and so excited, and it's because I did my best to stay away, but also they did a really good job of hiding the the fact, and that was the Mandalorian season two final episode, right? When, when Luke appears. Oh, right. You didn't know Luke was coming. Had no idea. And I even even still, I wasn't 100% sure as the scene was developing what was going on. All I know is I was super animated and excited. I was standing up while I was watching that because I was like, oh, my God, what's about to happen? Whoa. And that is a really cool feeling and vibe that you get from a surprise like that. Yeah, you can have that, I think, in like TV series where it's like, you know, things pop up where you don't have to tease every element of it. But it's a big blockbuster movie. It makes it harder and harder not to do that stuff. But they should know better, too. I mean, you're right. Marvel knows that they're going to die. I mean, they showed the side of, you know, Patrick Stewart's head in that trailer. They knew. You know, you could have cut that out very easily. You didn't have to show that. But I don't know. I think part of it also builds up the hype. Just throw up a moving poster. <laughs> It'd be nice. Either way, uh, Ryan Reynolds is uh, is uh, taking the backtracking mode, much like Patrick Stewart. But yes, I would say fully expect both of them to be in Doctor Strange and more. <laughs> On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, and we got tickets here for you. A show happening tonight at the Rev Center. Going to be a good one, man. Dirty Honey and then Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen at the Rev Center. So uh, you beat me in pop culture smackdown. These tickets are yours. You do have to swing by before 4 o'clock today to pick these up. So make sure that fits in your schedule. But if it does... Now will be the time to get on the phone. 208-287-1003. That is her phone number. You have to defeat Big J in Pop Culture Smackdown today. The pop culture part is debatable in some instances. I'll give you that. Hello, The X. Hey, guys. Good morning, man. What's your name? Kevin. Kevin, you're up first. Today is officially National Margarita Day. Hopefully you can enjoy one and adult beverage later on this, uh, this evening and the comfort of your own home wherever you want to go, maybe at the show tonight. But... We need to know, Kevin, what singer is known for taking fans to Margaritaville, both his restaurant and his song? Jimmy Buffett. That is Jimmy Buffett is the correct answer. Right. Good job. Yeah. Big J, tequila is the traditional star of the margarita, dude. Mm-hmm. But what other booze usually joins it in the drink? You're a oh. bartender. 
<laughs> you made a couple of margaritas. You should know this. Yeah. Wow, man. What goes? What else? Uh, there's another liquor that goes in margaritas. Usually, not always, but usually. Holy cow. Um, vermouth. That's a good guess, but no. Wrong. Uh, it was going to be one of the choices I was going to give you. Vermouth, triple sec, or amaretto? Probably triple sec. Right. There you go. That's usually in a margarita as well. Kevin, uh, Big J's not an alcoholic, so that means you win. Congratulations. You're going to go check out Wolfgang Van Halen and Dirty Honey tonight. Please hang on one second. We'll get you all the information that you need. And there's your pop culture smackdown. Some headlines are coming up next. It's the X Rocks. For headlines on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by Lemon Tree Company. It's another Half Price Friday. This Friday at xrock.com starts at 9 o'clock. You can grab $50 to Lemon Tree Company in Boise for just $25. So if you want a savory sandwich, cold lemonade, that's what you can get at Lemon Tree Company. They offer takeout, delivery, some vegan options as well. So check it out for yourself. Now with two locations on Bannock Downtown and in Harris Ranch, you can grab $50 for just $25 at xrock.com, 9 o'clock on Friday for Half Price Friday. Headlines are as follows. Get some. Um, okay. And gross, you guys. Get some. Well, Big J, one of the most popular things right now, like it or not, is Wordle. And if you're a real fan of Wordle, boy, is it getting real, I don't know, disjointed maybe? Because the popular sensation was purchased by the New York Times. We talked about that in January of this year. And so now there's five different Wordle plans, games you can play. Which is uh, Taylor Lordle, Star Wordle, Lord of the Rings, Wizarding Wordle, and Squirtle. And those are games that are based on, of course, Taylor Swift. Star Wars, Lord of the Rings, Harry Potter, and Pokemon, respectfully, that you can play. So if you've been wanting to expand your Wordle games, I guess more than just once a day, then you can play these pop culture-themed Wordle games, and maybe that will make you a little bit happier. So how about you play, like, you know, the Star Wars one, Big J? Five-letter Star Wars words. Go. Saber. There you go. Boom. Maybe that's a word. You never know. Uh, so they're all available now. They're all free. Is it five letters? Uh, see. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Good right? guess, yeah, man. Wow. Yeah. Oh, you, were, you, you weren't even sure? Yeah, I thought no. You planned it no, out. no, of course not. Mm, good job. How dare uh, you? But it is, uh, I, I, I do have beef because I do play Wordle and it's gotten way more complicated since the New York Times taken over. Good. Like these are words I don't even know what they mean. I'm getting them right because it's dumb luck, but I don't like it. So Quit maybe playing now. I need to try the, uh, the pop culture themed version of it. Um, okay or gross, you guys? Gross, you guys. You're a pet owner, Big J. You have a damn zoo over your house. Yeah. Uh, I, you ever tried the the, uh, the pet food? No. All right. Never once have thought, you know, I should try this because I know it's not as good as they should get. Let's put it that way. <laughs> You're unhappy with the quality of your pet's food? Sometimes. We try to buy nice and good, good pet food. And like Lincoln, the dog, uh, he gets a mix of dog food and like real chicken hearts. Look at you, fancying it up. Not me, the kids. Not uh, me. <laughs> but uh, guess what? You're in the minority because according to a new poll of dog and cat owners, uh, 66% of people say they at one time have tried their animal's food to make sure it was, I don't know, good or what it tasted like or pure curiosity. I don't know. That seems like a lot of people to me. I would think that it would be a... Now, I know that people have done it, of course, but I would think that that number would be smaller, which is 
very high, but apparently it's a common thing. I don't know what it is, because, I mean, I've never really... I've had lots of pets, never really looked at their food and said, that looks appetizing. Now, I've walked by, like, the refrigerated dog food and said, oh, man, that looks pretty fancy schmancy. But even still, I would, I would, I guess, under oath, say that is probably the most delicious-looking dog food, but still not enough for me to go, I need to take a bite out of that. Let's see what that gravy tastes like. No thanks. Not interested. But apparently a lot of people are. Maybe they should stop. Because of the 66% of people that said they've tried it, only 2% said they thought it tasted okay. So why, again, that you're doing it, I'm not exactly sure. But uh, apparently it's a rite of passage as a pet owner. Wrap it up with, um, okay. You're from Montana, Big J. You ever heard of a proxy marriage? Uh, no. They are hugely popular in Montana. Now, in a proxy marriage, a representative, known, of course, in this case as a proxy, will stand in in place of either of the participants during the wedding ceremony to make sure that the wedding is legal. Now, it's already popular in Montana. I don't know why, but the next phase, which is also uh, incredibly popular in Montana, are double proxy marriage. Can you guess what happens there, Big Jim? You don't even you don't even have people. You, the groom and bride aren't there. That is correct. They're in prison. Both people are absent from the marriage ceremony, and each is represented by a proxy. What in are the we ceremony. doing? What the hell? It may be a team that some people are a term that some people are familiar with. For one simple reason, Montana is the only state where double proxy marriages are legal. In order to qualify, you have to be a Montana resident or an active duty military member that lists Montana as a resident. But yes, I'm trying to figure out the situation where not only a proxy marriage would be necessary, but a double proxy marriage would be necessary. And how that this seems like it could lead to a lot of trouble. Like, couldn't that mean you could marry two people that really don't know what they're doing and don't know that they're married in that state? Yeah, that seems really weird to me. Seems dumb. And I, I didn't even think about prison being the one way that you need a proxy marriage, but even still, like, You're that welcome. seems weird to me. That that would be a legal form of marriage, need I guess. someone to fill in for the serial killer who's in prison. <laughs> I guess. Or maybe don't marry serial killers. Oh, be, come on, man. Would be my counter-argument there. Take that away from the ladies. Uh, no, I think I think it's probably a good from idea. Creepsville. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> Estenoche at the Rev Center. That man is coming to town, baby. Wolfgang Van Halen will be here along with Dirty Honey. We'll give you a chance to win some tickets to that show uh, in just a few seconds, so hold tight for that. But first, we have to give you the most amazing story of the day, Big Jane. What is that? Yeah, I mean, you get your ass into your attic or wherever and start digging through your VHS tapes or maybe hit a pawn shop because this is this is wild and crazy. Uh, so according to Comic connect.com a tape of Arnold Schwarzenegger's 1984 movie uh, the year of its original release we're talking here The Terminator a mint condition tape sold for $32,500 bananas Bananas. And I don't know what mint tape means. Well, I mean, how mint does it have to I'm be? I'm guessing that means it's probably like still in the shrink wrap kind of thing. Oh, I mean, crazy. that's mint. That's somebody that, that bought this. And here's the other thing that you have to remember. In 1984, this is before VHSs were prevalent. So this is like the original yeah, pressing. Betamax is still kind of hanging out. It's back when you could only get them at stores and like you had to pay because as a video yeah, store, like, like $90, yeah. $100 a piece yeah. for these things. And so that's the tape that this is, I'm guessing. It's from a store that probably bought 
bought a bunch and never opened this one for whatever reason and got $32,500 for it, which is nuts. This isn't some guy's home collection, I don't think, but it's still a crazy amount of money for a VHS tape from 1984. It was only on the market for three days. I mean, somebody's like, I want that. It's crazy. That is crazy. I tell you what this is going to do. It's going to create a, several generations of hoarders. People that just don't throw anything away because you never know in 40 years how much it's going to be worth. It's crazy. I yeah. mean, uh, first of all, it's crazy that, that movie's 40 years old. But secondly, oh my God, it's yeah. crazy that that's how much money a VHS cassette is what going for. What about laser discs hanging out there? I mean, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's a dead format, so yeah, I'm sure probably it's worth some money to have some laser discs. I don't know anybody that collects them, but it's crazy because again, nobody is going to watch this cassette. They're they're buying it so that they can resell it later and make more money on yeah. it at some point. And so it's just a collection thing at this point. And nostalgia is so deep in our society and means so much to us that we are willing to part ways with that much money for it. And in particular, I think 80s nostalgia is pretty big. Right now, so, yeah. So, uh, yeah, get after it. I don't Look know. For your brand new tapes you never opened. I don't have any of those, unfortunately. And that's what, that, that's the other thing that makes me like, oh, God, if I just would have, I think I've watched a movie like once or twice, if I would have held on to it. And how many VHSs like I've thrown away since, you know, moving on from that format. It's crazy. Oh, man. It's crazy. So I'm looking right now at Comic Connect, and they have a VHS section, right? Yeah. Uh, and I'm looking at just some of the movies that they have here that are on VHS that are up for bid, okay? Uh, they've got Aliens, Resurrection. Alien Special Edition, and then probably the prize of the bunch, if you ask me, American Freaking Ninja. And how much is that going for? Oh, it's just bid at one dollar right oh, now. Oh, okay, but okay. So these are, and are they mint? Do they look mint? Do they? I don't know what this these this technology means here, or what this wording means, but um, yeah, I don't I don't know how to tell that just yet. So. No reserve, but man, should I place a bid? American Ninja. Do you yeah. have a way in which to play American Ninja? No. You're just holding I'm, on to uh, it? Yes. <laughs> Screw crypto. I VHS is the new currency. Well, I can I can make an argument for somebody maybe wanting to return their investment on Terminator because of the blockbuster nature of the movie. I'm not sure you're going to get your money back on American Ninja. Yeah. How about Batman? Yeah, maybe. It depends on how much you spend on it. The this original? right now current bids fifty eight bucks. All right. Well, you know as well as I do that's not going to be Ooh, what Beverly it is. Beverly Hills Cop. Oh, I'm in a great right. place right See, now. Big J is now caught up in it. He has found a new obsession. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad impressions next on the X Rock. I'm not impressed. Morning after with Nick and Big J on one hundred point three the X. Yeah, tonight at the Rev Center another concert. Mammoth Wolfgang Van Halen and Dirty Honey the Young Guns tour. Is going to be here, and we've got your tickets. You need to come pick them up today at 4 p.m., or at least by then, and figure out bad impressions. Which is brought to you by... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, is brought to you by the Idaho Sportsman Show. Is happening March 3rd to the 6th. You can find plenty of gear, guides, outfitters, RVs, boats, ATVs, and much more at Expo Idaho. Again, that's happening the 3rd to the 6th. It's going to be a lot of fun. 208-287-1003 is the number you need to call if you'd like to play Bad Impressions, which works like this. Big J's got three clues revolving around somebody pretty famous. Figure out who that famous person is, and you've got a concert to go to tonight. Hello, the X. Hello? Phone's ringing, dude. Hello? Hello. What's up, man? What's your name? 
Uh, this is Ellison. All right, Ellison, you're up first. Good luck. You need to go buy my VHS tapes. Um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Get to the chopper. Appears to be, are you really doing Arnold two times in a row? Well, I didn't do him for a bad impression earlier. We, no, but we I mean, we about just the, talked about his Yeah, movie. we talked about VHS tapes. Hang on That's one right. second, man. We'll hook you up with uh, Wolfgang Van Halen and Dirty Honey. Uh, why is Arnold Schwarzenegger? We didn't even mention Arnold before. Did you mention his movie? Yes. Uh, Arnold, uh, this is very disappointing to me, uh, Nick. Uh, Arnold has partnered with somebody. Logan Paul. Why? Uh, Apparently, they are presenting the uh, Slap Fighting Championships on March 5th. So, two separate things here. We need to talk about Slap Fighting. But also, uh, so I guess that they're going to be free on on Logan's YouTube and on something called FanMeo. Which I'm not sure. It's probably some streaming service out there, uh, but Arnold's throwing his name on it. Probably just needs to, you know, do some fundraising. I don't know. Uh, that's it's a bummer that uh, he's involved with the likes of Logan Paul. Well, it's even weirder. It's not like Logan Paul's a famous slap fighter either. Like, what is the? I mean, the well, he's, he's he. You know, I mean, listen, he, that guy uh, and his brother can and move mountains with their their YouTube followers. It's no ridiculous. Doubt. No uh, doubt but that being said, slap fighting is another thing altogether, man. I can't watch it. I don't. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it. I see the clips and it does. I, I, nothing about it looks. I mean, it looks awful and terrible and probably permanently disfiguring. Like, there's one guy here, it's in the promo, and it looks like, yeah, like, one side of his face is exploded, and it looks like, I don't know what happened to him, but it's sad, and, uh... And these guys aren't just slapping each other. I mean, they're winding no. up. They're it's 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 like hang dangerous. on to get punched in the face with no yeah. protection except for maybe a mouth guard and like it, it, I don't know. I don't know. I don't. It's the same reason why I don't like watching like you know some of the like like the fight vids that are out there. Like not the actual like UFC fight stuff, but like the stuff that's like you know. Uh, what's it called? Like World Star? No yeah. thanks, man. Yeah, these it's guys bloody too- each other up, and I mean, I, this one guy they show him training, and he's destroying pumpkins with his slapping. I mean, that. What are we doing, everybody? We're we're pansies, though. I, I mean, uh, we turn into big pansies. But I feel like we should be better than this. I really wish that it was just a headbutting. Morning after, I'm not sure that's an improvement. Morning after, no. when Nick and Big J, we wrap up the show here next on the extra. <laughs> Three Days Grace, so-called life here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for the show today. Thank you very much for getting up early and hanging out with us this morning. We always appreciate that on this very special two-theme day. It was the morning after our first free action over two years, and that felt great to have everybody out at the Dead Sarah show last night. Thanks again for showing up. We had three concert announcements today. Uh, we have some 41 coming to town on the 16th of August, so with the Black uh, Crows also coming to town on the 16th of August, and then we have Slightly Stupid and Pepper coming back to town on July 8th, so it's going to be a great summer full of shows and more concert announcements to come, but that leaves you with the floor, Big J. Yeah, Nick, do you, uh, you know, when your dish sink area, you use a sponge? What do you use over there? I have several sponges. I have a brush, and I also have uh, kind of like a, not really like a brush, but like a like a handle that has soap in it with that can scrub stuff out, that kind of thing. Yeah, researchers from Duke University found the average kitchen sponge has mo- more bacteria on it than a Petri dish in a lab, so get rid of it now. Not mine, buddy. I'll tell you what, I throw out my sponges every two days, and that's not even a joke. God, you're such a weird 
It's not weird. You just told me how gross they yeah, are. Yeah, but I feel like I'm nobody doing knows a responsible thing. Listen, I know how gross his spo sponges are. I know it. I know it. And no, they don't hang around my house very long at all, if I could help it. Uh, but uh, I try to keep a very clean place. And, how often do you buy new toilets? Uh, I just replaced the toilets last year. Yep, every year. Get rid of that gross thing. <laughs> Forever unclean. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Next set of X-Rock brought to you by Team Mazda. It's easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's I pre-check button. Just click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com. Jason Drew is coming in here next. We will see you tomorrow. It is the X-Rock. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.